Hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of LO View. I uh, am the only co-host here today, which makes it the first time I can say, welcome to LO View. I am your host, Teddy Hirschfield, and uh, we have a very, very small crew today, but to my right, working the audio board is Holden Delacchia. Holden, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Teddy? I'm fantastic. Having a great day. And across the room is returning face Alex Gostansky. Alex, how are you? I'm all right. All right. Well, all right is better than not all right. No. So um, we were kind of discussing what is it that we should talk about on today's episode. And honestly, for whatever reason, I have been asked this question hundreds of times. That's Okay, I'm going to go with a couple dozens of times maybe five okay five or six times in the past week or so and i've also asked the question so i figured i might as well um ask it to you guys and i I wouldn't tell them beforehand so they're dying to know what it is it's really not that amazing you're probably going to be like why is teddy asking this question but the question is what are your top three fast food restaurants wow okay now, the reason I'm asking this is just for whatever reason, I've been asked it, and I've been a- asking it, and it's a great conversation starter. Yeah. Stansky, I'm going to start with you. Please know sub-joints do count. Okay. Basically, anywhere you go, you walk in, and um, you just go up to the counter, and they give you your food within 10 minutes. You see, sub-joints don't count because they're terrible, honestly. Okay, well, okay. that's your opinion. There anyway. is a correct answer, and the correct answer is Arby's, Taco Bell, and Checkers or Wendy's. Hmm. checkers or wendy's yeah i kind of figured they pretty much serve the same food so whatever's closer gustansky the question was not which what which restaurants are closer to you the question was what are the top three fast food restaurants i know but depending on how close they are to me they give me different levels of satisfaction i I need an answer okay checkers checkers so we're gonna go arby's taco bell checkers all right so here's the breakdown over three i'm not a burger guy okay i don't like burgers so I chose three restaurants where you can go and not eat burgers. So Arby's, they serve meat sandwiches, the best. You get a quarter pounder roast beef with a Dr. Pepper and curly fries. That's a meal, you know. And then you go to Taco Bell, you get a quesadilla or you get a taco, not a burger. Checkers, that just is cheap. That's why it's good, you know. 250 mm. chicken bite box. Now see, Teddy, does this, do they have to have drive throughs to no. be considered fast no. food? No, no. You, see, you don't go Subway. Subway and doesn't have a drive-through. Subway is that's got to be top for me. Subway and then maybe Taco Bell and McDonald's, I'd say, because McDonald's does have. What good is fries. with you people and Taco Bell? What Baja is, Blast. What is so great Baja about Taco Blast. Bell? Baja Blast. Baja Blast. That's it. Pretty much, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Quesadillas are pretty good. Wow. You get the quesadilla with the hot sauce or without? All right. Without. Explain your reasoning uh, behind oh, your awful rough. choices. Awful choices. I'm a, right, I like Subway. What are your top three? No, well, okay. I like your third. I like McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's is good. Okay. I would like to hear your reasoning more than a Baja Blast for Taco Bell and why Subway You see, is the best. I always get the quesadilla, right? The chicken quesadilla. It's just, it, it slaps, Teddy. It it's slaps. so good. It slaps. And when you get two of them and they got four quesadillas in each, oh my God, Teddy. Yeah, that, that's so a meal. Good. That's you a meal. You got the Nacho Supreme. Teddy, it's just, it's a good It's day. better it's with the day. hot sauce. I don't know what you're talking about, but why? I just get on the side. Oh, yeah. The best thing about Taco Taco Bell is the hot sauces say those funny things on them. Yeah. That's the best part. That's pretty good, too. All right. 
stand back and let me tell you what the best joints are. Coming in at number one all day is Chipotle. You ever you ever been to Chipotle, Gostansky? I've been once. What kind of meat did you get? I got the steak. It was you pretty good. You got the good. steak. The steak is phenomenal. The spices are phenomenal. Now, I get a very plain burrito at Chipotle. Very, very plain. But it is very, very good because of the seasoning on the steak. And I will fight anybody on this. The steak was the best part about that place. 100%. And the chips and guac are amazing as well. The sour cream is very, very soupy almost, and it's fantastic. I don't care what people say. Their lettuce is fantastic as well. And uh, their white rice, fantastic. I mean, the only one that I can think of, though, that's close, it's right next to a Taco Bell. So why wouldn't you go to Taco Bell? Why is it always about him and close? Do you eat food for taste, or do you just eat it to eat it? Not a convenience, basically. Oh, my God. If it's edible and it's close... It's good. That's the point of fast you food, sound man. Like it's a, supposed to be convenient. Like a dinosaur. Like you, all you want is just to eat. You don't care about what you're eating. Exactly. Usually know. what's close and cheap is pretty good. I'm going to lose it with you people. All right, number two. I'm surprised nobody said this because this is always a top answer. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, mm. yeah. It's just long lines. I mean, It is long, long lines. Not close. But, I, but when you're there, <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it, I admit. Also, it's closed on Sundays, so, like, <laughs> they always clo- seem to run into them on Sundays when it's closed. <laughs> I always I, – I, I agree. I was in Myrtle Beach, and I was there one Sunday to the next, and both Sundays I went there, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But there's, <laughs> it's delicious. It's, it's amazing. Their I've, shakes I've are never fantastic. had Chick-fil-A. Never. Yeah, I walk past. Get out. too long. Get you out. To fix I see that. Taco Bell, and I go, yes, I want Taco you Bell. You need to fix that. Yeah, dude. You're going to get made fun of. Um, number three is McDonald's for me, and I'll tell you why. Good choice, good choice. There's versatility there, and I tell this to everybody. There is versatility at McDonald's. You go in, you can get a burger, you can get a Big Mac, a quarter pounder. If you're those into are, Those are all burgers. I, those are all burgers. I, I, I was subcategorying okay, the okay. burgers. Okay. You could get a filet of fish if you really wanted to. You could get a McChicken. You could get the chicken nuggets. At breakfast, they have a bunch of stuff. They have shakes. They have. Apparently, they do have salads as well. I have never had a salad, but yes, they do. Yeah. Maybe they have and those wrap things. Yeah. It's very convenient, I think. And there's one pretty much every corner, so you yeah, can't tell me that's that is true. true. That there's not that is true. one close, not close to you. So. That's my opinion on that. Anyone else have to say anything? Because my choices are correct. McDonald's was my third as well. I'll okay. give it to you. I'm still... I don't mind Arby's, but... Yeah. And the I curly don't fries Subway. are good. Yeah, but they're not in the top three. The curly fries and the Baja Blasts are enough for S-tiers, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> the Taco Bell is really starting to get to me. Have you ever had Taco Bell, Teddy? Yes, I've had Taco Bell. What'd you get? And you didn't like it's it? It's awful. It's, it's it's fantastic. No, it's, it's not, not about the food. It's about the experience, Teddy. It's about exactly. the Baja Blast. It's Black. about the experience. About the Baja Blast. What kind of experience are you getting at Taco Bell? You don't know my experiences with Baja Blast. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Anybody else have anything to say on this topic? Anyway, like I was saying, that was some question I was asked, and I've been asked a lot recently. And I can see why. It's a good question. It is a good. It, it sparks a conversation. Yeah. Now, uh, top honorable mention for you, go. Honorable mention, Wendy's. Just got good food, you know. I'd have to say Qdoba. I'm not a big Qdoba fan. It's, it's essentially the same thing as Chipotle. No, it's not. Chipotle's it way is. better. 
way better. But you see, I always get the quesadilla from Qdoba. But when I go to Chipotle, I get the burrito. So, okay. Um, my honorable mention is Checkers. I do like the chicken bite box with Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Their fries are really good. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And they, they don't look like regular fries. They look brown and disgusting, but they're so tasty. It's just the pepper on them, honestly. Yeah. That's what gives them the flavor and the so. look. Yeah. Anything else? Anything? No. no. All right. Well, moving on to our next topic being the end of the school year and summer. Um, seniors, it's it's so so help me out. It's their their senior breakfast. It's today. It's yes. today. And yeah. then tonight is the NATO Awards. And what is that? It's uh, each person from the senior class has a choice, the option to vote on their classmates for uh, things like most likely to become a motivational speaker. Uh, most oh, likely, yeah. yeah. Sort of yeah, like yeah, yearbook didn't, awards. Didn't uh, Mark Studer get most likely to go got, off grid? He got the nomination, yes, for oh. most likely to go off grid. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, and, and this Friday is Senior Skip Day, and then next week is their last week? Yep. Uh-huh. Poor seniors. So that's kind of why John's not join on, joining us today. Oh. And uh, I'm not sure he'll be able to make it back for another episode or not. So if you all want to take three seconds here. Three seconds. Our heads in silence. All right, that's enough. Okay. Um, and coming with the end of the year, I know that uh, television production workshop is starting to wrap it up a little bit. And um, I know that uh, LOAM is going to end in a little bit, stuff like that. So, you know, things are really starting to wrap it up. But what I'm going to ask this question, Gostansky, starting with you. What is one thing you love about the end of the year and one thing you hate about the end of the year? Honestly, the one thing I love about the end of the year is not being legally required to come here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the one thing you don't like as much? One thing I don't like as much, I mean, at the very least, it's something to do. I mean, sometimes when it's summer, I'm just sitting there really with no purpose or not doing anything, and it's like, I should be doing something right now. Right. Holden? So the end of the school year for me, you know, I'm just, it's so long. It just feels like that last month takes like a year. It's Mm -hmm. just. I would agree. Lots of teachers, at the end of every quarter, but especially the fourth quarter, it seems, they just like to cram units in and just get oh, tests yeah. out of the way. Yeah. And it's just rough. It Lots is. of homework. I but, you know, it's just, you just got to get through it and it's summer. So, got to keep your head up. And what do you love? Um, I don't know. Just the it's, work. It's the end. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's the end. We're it's in over. the end game. The one thing I don't like is everyone's, like, care for school just goes away. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a big academic, a big scholar. And when people don't try and then your teachers get mad for not trying and then it just, it really. Or when your teachers don't try. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, when people are giving up, it's funny. I remember um, John Rubarth, if you know him, I know you know him. He was telling me, I forgot what teacher it was, but he, last year he retired and he goes, yeah, he, you know, he's retiring. He checked out a month and a half ago. We're not doing anything <laughs> in class. I'm like. You know, most people would say that sounds really fun, but to me, being bored in class is awful because then you should just go home. It just takes even longer exactly. when you're bored. Exactly. No. When you have work to do, it goes by quicker. Exactly. And you may not like the work, but, you know, because it's not like they're going to let you sit out on your phone and do nothing the whole hour. Yeah. So, but 
With that being said, the end of the school year, one of the best things that comes from that is summer vacation. Gostansky, starting with you, what plans do you have for summer that you know of, if any? Actually, uh, like maybe first week of summer, I'm flying out to Europe for two weeks, so really? that'll be fun. Ooh, where in Europe? Uh, Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, France, Italy. Just sort of like doing a little tour of Europe. I was going to say, most people, when they go to Europe, they don't go to one spot and stay. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Different countries in Europe are kind of like different states in the USA. Mm -hmm. I actually used to live over there when I was younger. And really? Basically, Italy is like the Florida of Europe, honestly. <laughs> oh. Everyone goes there to vacation. I probably went there like maybe seven times within two years, you know? You just I keep on going there. About you. I, I did not know you lived in Europe. No. Can you speak any foreign languages? Uh, I used to be able to speak a little bit of French, but... French. I mean... Si <laughs> I don't know what that means. I've just heard that from a movie. Um, Summer plans? Yeah, what's your name? Holden, what's your name? Yeah, that, that is my name. Yes, yes. Yes. What's your name? Holden. Um, You know, I really don't have any summer plans. Probably just a lot of hammocking, maybe going up north. boy. Lake Michigan, maybe. That's all you got to do. It, re it really is. Just a lot of, yeah, just a lot of downtime. Naps. I, I think I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm not really doing a whole lot. Yeah, um, after those two weeks, I'm done. Yeah. Sleep time. Exactly. <laughs> just break. Rest, 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 rest. Um. I'm going to be doing a lot of baseball. I know that. Um, my uncle just bought a house on Lake Orion, which I'm really excited about. But, yeah, and then working. Probably a lot of working. You know, kind of boring. Where do you work? Bad Brad's Barbecue in Orion Township. Oh. You can get me a discount there? I cannot. However, oh. you should come in, though. Because... We need people to come in. I mean, it's better than Lockhart, so. It is so good. I'm just going to put that out there right now. It is really good. I yeah. was, you get I, what you pay for. Exactly. And I was, I, when I'm working there, I'm always looking at food. I'm like, I, what I would do right now to just take food off of someone's plate and just plow it. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, I was thinking about food. Gostansky, <laughs> um, with summer, obviously, after summer, then we'll come the next year, and we're kind of rounding that out. What do you have? What do you think is going to happen um, in general for Lake Orion next year, if anything? In general, for Lake Orion, Lake like Orion as a High school, school, as as a school, yeah, or as a community, actually, as a matter of fact. Honestly, I think it's just going to be more of the same. I mean, mm -hmm. what we did this year seemed to work out pretty well for us as a community. So right. I feel like. It's going to be more of the same, you know. Now, in our first episode, we talked about the bomb proposal. Is there anything that you know of that's going to happen with the bomb proposal? I do not. Hold them. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen for quite a few years. That's like I'm five, thinking, ten yeah. years. Right. So we got a while. Uh, anything else you think is going to change? Uh, we have a couple new teachers coming, like Mr. Manzo. Yeah, I've Mr. Manzo is retiring. And the new head basketball piece. coach will be the – or new defensive coach, coordinator for the football team is going to be the new math teacher, I think. Really? Is what I heard from Kobe. Oh, I did not so know that. Yes. Now, have you we, – we've obviously all heard about um, the new basketball coach, and he came from Pontiac. I just wanted to mention we do have a basketball coach with Manzo leaving, and I think he's supposed to do a pretty good job. Yeah, I think he'll fill in the shoes very nicely. I, I think next year, um, I think like Kostansky said, it'll kind of all be the same. Um, I'm hoping we can continue LO view and in broadcasting terms for Dragon Broadcasting, I know that we're supposed to improve quite a bit. Um, I know we're getting some new equipment. 
Um, I think we're changing the set around for LOAM, stuff like that. We're going to change a lot next year. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. I think we have a good class coming in, too. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for next year, but I don't want it to come too quick because I want to enjoy my summer. Yeah. Well, we had a great year, so hopefully that trend continues into next year. Yeah, yeah. A couple of things that we did win. Uh, LOVU obviously won the 2019 uh, MIPA Best Podcast of the Year. Round of applause there. And uh, Dragon Broadcasting also, we won a Spartan for LOAM. Another round of applause. And, of course, um, we actually found out a couple of days ago that the Dragon Broadcasting Program is a finalist for Best uh, High School Broadcasting Program in the Nation, which really is its our first time. Um, next year is going to be our 50th anniversary, and we have – um, a lot that we've accomplished since Dragon Broadcasting first began. We also have Alumni Day on Thursday, which a lot of Dragon Broadcasting members are going to come back. I'm super excited about it. I think our I think our program is so phenomenal, and I'm really you know I think it's going to be exciting for the um, the older generations yeah. from TPW yep. to come back and, and see, see the new equipment we have. Yeah, yeah the ones said. who only did this in the Cirque. Like. Yeah, yeah, they've never they some I think. Mr. Smith was saying three members have never even been yeah. in this school. Yeah. It was funny. I, um, I remember we did a, the Wall of Fame uh, ceremony. Yeah. I remember Gostanski and I were both on the shoot. And Greg Bowman, who was one of the very first members of the Dragon Broadcasting, the radio class, and he came back and he had no idea what this stuff was. I mean, he was like, this is – he still, he still does a lot of radio stuff today. And he was like, yeah, no, I, I – I've seen some of this, some of this. It's, it's, you know, your equipment is so advanced, and you guys have improved so much. Um, Mr. Saunders, I know he's like, yeah, you know, you guys have done such a great job. Mr. Saunders being the teacher who started Dragon Broadcasting. What a guy. Yeah, he really is. He really is a fantastic guy. And the times he comes in to talk to us on Wednesdays, it's just it's a great time, a good learning experience. Yeah. Good learning experience about Roger's personal life. <laughs> I, uh... I like talking to Mr. Saunders. He's a very funny guy. He's very interesting to talk to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about next year. And um, I don't know. What, what about, can, we, can we move on to uh, a little MWG? MWG time? Can we do that? All right. Are we ready? We're going to move ahead to, since John's not here, uh, we're going to move to movies with Gus or right. Alex Kostansky. So since summer's coming up, I thought I'd put together, I looked up a list of all the most popular summer blockbusters, and I put together a list of my personal favorites. So starting at number five, The Truman Show. What a movie. That is a really good, you know, you know what's funny about that? I watch, did you, have you seen that? I have not. I watched that in eighth, uh, so I, can I spoil it for you? Yeah, sure. We, we both watched in eighth grade, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. went to scripts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But anyway, um, I didn't realize the the basis of the story until halfway through the movie. Yeah. And I finally asked our teacher, Mrs. Stanley, and I was like, so does he know that he's being filmed? And she goes, no. I go, oh, well, now it all... Like, I always yeah. thought he was an actor. And, like, he knew he was being filmed. And So, for Holden, the context is, is that Jim Carrey is this dude, and his entire life he's been raised in this, like, sort of simulation it's where... It's like a dome. Yeah, it's like a reality TV show. And uh, I just tried to choose different movies, and I thought, you know what? That's one of the funniest summer blockbusters I've seen. I'll, really interesting I'll idea. I'll give it a watch. 
it's really I like I just couldn't believe like what if you guys are actors what if this is all a simulation yeah what if what if we're I just do have to say if one of us was an actor in TPW it would be uh, Jacob Jor it would be Jacob Jor yeah oh, he's yeah. hired by the yeah. government and he is a good actor so oh, yeah, it would make is. a lot oh, yeah. of sense but um no I, I really did like that film as well and and I thought it was a very good uh, it was a really cool story yeah Okay, number four. Now, this one's probably the most modern one I have on the list. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Did you guys see this one? I have not. I did. So, the new Planet of the Apes trilogy, there was the first one. I never saw it. This is the second one of the trilogy, and it just is such a great movie. Like I believe the first one was called Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I never saw it. but But, yeah, the second one was very good. Yeah, it was super good. Teddy, you should give that one a watch. You don't really need to watch the first one because the first one was more of just like a setup. Like it, uh, are you gonna watch it, Teddy? Yeah. You plan? Okay. Yeah. So I won't spoil it then. Andy well, Circus. I mean, you kind of get what a, a gist of it from the title, but there's a planet of apes. Pretty much. Teddy. Okay. That's yeah. Pretty much like humans, they get sort of wiped out by this monkey virus, and the monkeys start to talk and. Yeah, it's just a sort of like this turning point in history where like the humans and monkeys are sort of fighting each other for control of the planet. There is an older version from I believe the seventies. Yeah, but it's now remastered in this. And Dawn probably of the looks a lot better. Yes, Lots I mean, of CGI. Well, they use suits in the old one, and now it's CGI. But Andy Serkis, he's the best actor you never actually watch. <laughs> so number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. I had to throw one Marvel movie on there. <laughs> And I let's just say, you're not a real Marvel fan. If you saw the trailer for Guardians and said, man, that movie's going to be terrible. <laughs> you know, I think, I think Chris Pratt is just, he's a great, well-rounded actor. Where did I they don't find like him? him. But I don't you like see, I don't know if he could play a like serious role. because He, he can't he usually, play a serious role. No. He usually just plays these comedy roles. And I thought he was good as Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's his best role ever, definitely. And Bradley I Cooper. Don't know about that. Bradley you need Cooper to watch is... this movie, Teddy. It's one of well, the funniest I... movies ever, and yeah. it's better than the second I, one. In my I opinion. actually have recently started watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I watched the first Avenger, and I'm waiting for Captain Marvel to come out. I was like, do I watch Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk, or do I wait? And I decided I'm gonna wait for uh, Captain Marvel to come out so I can watch them all in order. But you've never seen Iron Man? I I did when I was really little. I'm like gonna watch them all in order. Okay. Right? Yeah. Number two, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. We're starting to go back in time here. Best Star Wars movie ever. Now, I agree with you, but my question is, what makes that a summer film? It came out during the summer, summer blockbuster. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, they're all summer blockbusters. They're all those movies that have really big budgets and came out during the summer. It seems as though lots of Star Wars movies nowadays come out in December. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a a good time for a lot of movies to come out. Lots of people are on vacation, so it's a good time, yeah. Yeah. I think the summer's honestly better if you want to make money, though. Especially, like, early spring going into summer. Like, Endgame's going to make money because it's going to be in theaters all summer. And Well, it was funny. I, I remember talking um, with Jake Ryquest, one of my friends and players on the baseball team, and he's in money and investments right now. And he said, I am going to make the most. He invested because they all have, like, pretend money to invest in. Yeah. And they buy shares and stuff, and he bought everything into movie theaters and um, know, it was some. It wasn't Marvel, but it was some company associated with Avengers. 
I don't remember. But anyway, and it, after that first weekend, he made like eight times as much as he bought the shares yeah. with. I don't, I don't know a whole lot of economics terms to, to use, so I'm using yeah. basic words. But, and he goes, and I had the most money in the class by anyone. <laughs> because Endgame was just everyone wanted to go yeah. see it. He's a brave man. Movie theaters are kind of falling out of fashion. All he, right, he's a Netflix big movie guy. He's a big movie guy. But yeah. Now for this number one, I had to stop myself because if I didn't like limit it to one director, one series, this entire list would be Steven Spielberg movies, let's be fair. Mm -hmm. So number one has to go to the movie that started it all, mm -hmm. Jaws, the original summer blockbuster, the one that proved that these things make money. I love Jaws. It is by far one of my favorite movies of all time. I think one of the greatest aspects of Jaws is the music. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah. The score. Yeah. Oh. It really gets you like. Yeah. In that like setting. Yeah, it's really funny. I I I've always since I've watched that movie, and I've saw like on social media that there are people who go to a pool, and sit in the pool like in tubes while watching Jaws. Oh yeah. I've I really want to do that. <laughs> I think it'd That'd be, be awesome. so scary, that would, that would be so freaky. Cool. But my dad and and I actually watched Jaws the other day and. We were, you know, we were sick. You know, no one, let's be fair, no one watches a movie and goes, oh, this characterization and this foreshadowing and the symbolism, you know, you just watch the movie for the thrill. No. And my dad have both seen it a hundred times and we're like, D we're recognizing all the foreshadowing where no. Quinn is talking about the Indianapolis and he's, you know, talking about guys spitting up blood. No. And I hope you've seen Jaws, but if you haven't, a spoiler <laughs> alert is coming. When he Spoiler gets, alert for a 30-year-old movie. Exactly. <laughs> so when he gets eaten, what does he do? He spits it's blood out man. everywhere, you know? And the other thing that I noticed was um, right after they talk about the Indianapolis, the shark starts running into the side of the boat, and, uh, oh, my God, uh, Chief Brody, I don't know why I couldn't think of his name, he, no. he comes up to the, the front of the boat, and, you know, he got his pistol out of his bag, and if you notice, there's a shooting star that goes across during that scene. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, is that foreshadowing? Again, spoiler alert, who kills the shark? Chief Brody. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of picking up on some things, and I'm really proud of myself for doing yeah. that. That's the movie that made Steven Spielberg. It's what gave him this directing philosophy of, I'm not going, I'm just going to build up to all these big moments where I show you what creature I have, like, in Jurassic Park, for example, it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie, right? Hour-and-a-half movie. And uh, there's only, like, 14 minutes of dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, the dinosaur movie. Like, mm -hmm. And, and it, you know, every movie he does is just, it's so well done. You should watch the Steven Spielberg documentary. It's so amazing. Not. He goes through every single movie he's ever made, and he, like, talks about the experience for each one. Really? He talks about how Jaws was so difficult because they're shooting on the sea, and it's really hard for continuity and lighting. Right. Really amazing movie. Yeah. Now, what is your favorite line slash scene from Jaws? We're going to need a I, bigger boat. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. That's a good one. My uh, favorite one is probably... Um, I don't know why I think this is so funny, but when, let's see, it would be two, I think it's at this point, there's two barrels on the shark. Yeah. And they're tying it to the transom, and Quint tells Hooper, he's like, all right, now, if he runs, you let go of that rope. He'll take your hands right off, and he grabs the rope, and the shark runs, and 
the rope just it goes yeah just completely slices through quint's hand i don't know why i think that's so funny i'm like that's just quint you know yeah. that's quint's character right there i have not seen jaws for a couple of years now so you're, you're gonna go with we're gonna need a bigger boat sure yeah i'll go with okay. that <laughs> um now gostanski one other thing i want to ask we only have about a minute and a half left okay. here but i do want to ask for one more question on jaws that being is it your favorite movie of all time it is not my favorite movie of it all time. Not. It's I not ask? even my favorite Steven Spielberg movie. Really? No. But it's your favorite summer blockbuster. My favorite summer blockbuster. Number one is Jurassic Park. Okay. Definitely. Best I, movie, I best Steven Spielberg. Okay. I like it. I like Jurassic I think Jaws, Jaws has got to be at least one of my top three favorite movies of all time. It's yeah. just so well done, and I really love it. And no matter what mood you're in, you can watch it. You can no. always watch it. No, no. Um. Yeah, that's and anything else to say? Read Jurassic Park the book. Read Michael Crichton. That's all I gotta say. That's all you got to say. All right. Well, that's gonna conclude this episode of LOVU. My name is Teddy Hirschfield. Uh, I'm Holden Delakia, and I'm Alex Kostansky. And this has been LOVU.